coaches getting fired and players speaking out. The Lakers season may be over, but Laker fam, the drama is just heating up. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, obviously a lot of drama that happened today. It was the Laker Media Day, but before we get into that, I know you want to talk a little bit about last night's game because it was a really exciting game. Happy for the young guys that they were able to end the season on a strong note. Yeah, Hannah, I'm going to be honest. I, I know it's kind of silly. I know the game was meaningless, and I know games at the end of the year don't always reflect very much in terms of the future. But I found that game to be maybe the most exciting game of the year for the Lakers. It was fun to watch. It looked like the guys were having fun. Even the, the veterans on the bench were jumping up and down and, and were you know excited about it. So it was a good way to end the season. It was kind of tainted by the fact that as soon as Frank Vogel got into the room and wanted to talk about the win and the young Lakers, all they did is talk about Woj's report that he was getting fired, and it really cast a pall over everything. But I enjoyed the game, Hannah. Austin Reeves, amazing. Malik Monk, amazing. And all the young guys played well. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about, obviously, as we are all very aware by now, head coach Frank Vogel has officially been fired. But, I mean, Dad, that was just pretty crazy, you know, right after the game. You know, they can't even really ask him a question. The first thing, it's reported that he's been fired. You know, he doesn't even get a chance to really talk about the game. I have a lot of respect for the way he handled it. You know, he I thought he handled it with a lot of grace. But it just really seems so strange that, you know, the media just instantly, A, how they found out so quickly, and B, that they uh, just instantly kind of just went into him instead of talking about the game. Yeah, Hannah, it was very distressing. Even I was uncomfortable. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable about it. For one thing, it sort of means that somebody in the Lakers organization uh, leaked the news, which is kind of, I think, classless. Uh, the timing was awful. I don't think Woj had to release the report at that very moment. He could have waited a little bit. It, it just was very unpleasant. I don't think Frank Vogel deserved it. You know, fine, he was fired. It was time to try something different. I understand that after a disastrous year. But Frank Vogel is, looks like a good guy. He's a good coach, not a bad guy, you know, and I, I don't think he deserved that. And I think they kind of humiliated him. And I don't understand why. Yeah, I mean, I was really, really embarrassed for him. Uh, it was definitely, I don't think anyone really had a good taste in their mouth watching those interviews. I mean, it was pretty painful, to be honest. I thought he handled it, obviously, as best he could. Uh, but, you know, I think we all knew it was coming. I just think, unfortunately, I wish that uh would have waited to be announced until after the game, maybe today. But... You know, it is what it is. Uh, moving on to today. Today was uh, the Laker exit interviews, and there was a lot settled. You know, some some jabs are being uh, taken at head coach Frank Vogel by, and also just the Lakers franchise in general, by Russell Westbrook. I mean, Dad, Russ came out and said, you know, he never really feels like he was able to be himself on this team, and he really did not speak uh very fondly of Vogel. He said that the two didn't get along. He really didn't like playing with him. So what do you think this spells for Russell Westbrook's future as a Laker? Uh, probably not much, Hannah. I think it was somewhat shocking what Russell Westbrook said, not only that he was that candid and came right out and said it, but it seemed to me to show a lack of self-awareness. Russell Westbrook was not good for much of this season. I do give him credit. He showed up and played every night when LeBron and AD missed so many games. And I, I, I always respect a guy who shows up and plays. 
He did play hard, um, and I'm not saying he, he didn't deserve to be the kind of scapegoat that the media made him. But that said, let's face it, Hannah, his turnovers were a killer this year, you know, and his uh, wild shooting at times was crazy and, and, and really not helpful to the team, didn't play a lot of defense. So, you know, Russ has got to own up to some of his own mistakes and his own failings, but he sure didn't seem, seem like he was ready to do it during his exit interview. He was blaming everybody else, and that I don't think that bodes well for his future with the Lakers. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's interesting, Dad, because I think that's kind of been a theme with Russ and the Lakers this entire season is, yeah, obviously, maybe not all the criticism was, you know, deserved. I think, obviously, there were a ton of factors. I do give Russ credit for, you know, still coming up and, and suiting up every night, like you said. But I think his lack of self-awareness is what has really had the Laker fans be so upset. You know, like you said, Dad, he didn't play well for much of the season, and he just seems to kind of blame everyone else but himself. And, you know, maybe it was the system. Maybe it was the fact that him and LeBron and AD didn't really get a chance to play too many minutes together, or maybe they just weren't a good fit, didn't have the chemistry. But, you know, at the end of the day, Russ just seems to show absolutely, you know, no self-awareness and really takes no blame for how bad he really played this season. I think that's what's most frustrating. But yeah, his turnovers were a killer, Hannah, game after game after game. You know, he would take crazy wild shots that that were just very ill-advised and really ruined the momentum and led to, you know, fast break points for the other team. He didn't play well, Hannah. And again, I, I do think it was unfair for him to get as much of the blame as he received. There were many other factors, but he just showed absolutely no awareness of being responsible for anything. And I just, that left a bad taste in my mouth and I don't think bodes well for his future. I completely agree with you, Dad. Now, moving on to LeBron James. Uh, LeBron had some interesting things as well to say. From what it appears, it appears like he's, you know, going to be sticking with the Lakers for, you know, at least the next year. Didn't seem like he was, you know, too concerned with anything. He also did say that, you know, this offseason, he's not going to have much of a say in who they add to this roster and what changes they make. He said he's going to really let the front office make those decisions and kind of stay out of their way. Now, Dad, do you believe that? I, I find it really hard to believe that LeBron James is going to have, you know, no real input in who the Lakers sign and who they keep around next season. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second, Hannah. I think LeBron said all the right things today. He said some very nice complimentary things about Frank Vogel, spoke highly of him, and I thought that was a class thing to do. Um, he spoke highly of Russell Westbrook, did not throw him under a bus at all, and, and, and you know, likes Russell Westbrook and, and certainly sounded like he would be okay if Russell Westbrook came back next year. Um, but one of the interesting things that came out today, Hannah, is that apparently LeBron James was more injured than people thought he was. They did an MRI the other day that discovered that he's, he's really pretty badly injured. They've told him to stay off his feet as much as possible for the next four to six weeks. So he's got a fairly long recuperation. Now, what does that mean? He's going to get a lot of rest, but he's not going to be able to work on his body probably as much this offseason as he has in the past. That's just a sign of aging, Hannah. Well, here's the thing. That's what makes it even more impressive what he was able to do this season, that he was doing it, honestly, playing some of his best basketball <laughs> year 19 and he's you know injured it's just it's absolutely crazy what LeBron James did and you know obviously we knew that he was having you know some knee problems some ankle problems but to find out today that it's even more severe like you said dad have to stay off that half his feet for four to six weeks I mean that just makes this season even more impressive for LeBron James so hats off to him for you know fighting night after night uh, and trying to fight through his injuries on such a terrible season 
Yeah, Hannah, uh, but looking forward to the future and what does it mean for the future, again, if you're a Laker fan, you've got to be a little bit concerned. I mean, obviously, father time is to some extent catching up with LeBron. Certainly, it didn't diminish his level of play when he was on the court, but you can't avoid the fact that for the second straight season, he missed a lot of the year. He missed a third of the games this season. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, so the question that Laker fans and the front office has to ask themselves is, is it realistic to expect that LeBron James is going to play in more than, you know, 55, 60 games next year? I mean, is he ever going to stay healthy the rest of his career, playing as hard as he really does? And can you really count on him to lead this team, you know, to, uh, you know, championship contention when he's injured so much? Well, according to uh, Rob Palinka, you know, they are going to continue to build this next roster around LeBron James. So he's just going to have to do it. Now, Dad, I know uh, one of the biggest concerns from my Laker fam is how the Lakers can add some youth to this team. I mean, obviously, we saw some of the young guys who definitely showed some promise. But of course, you know, there was no pressure. The Lakers weren't going anywhere. And who knows how they would be on a team that had, you know, a full roster. So, Dad, what do you think about this? Do you think the Lakers are going to try to get younger? Or do you think they're going to kind of do a similar to what they did this past season and sign a bunch of kind of savvy veterans? No, I don't think they're going to go the veteran route. LeBron James, I think, uh, said today that they've got to get younger, and I think they're going to. But it's not that easy, Hannah. As we know, they have no draft picks to, to, to you know really pick up younger players. They don't have a lot of assets to trade because most of the guys this year were on the one-year veteran minimums and they're expired now, so they're gone. And, uh, you know, so it's going to be hard, but I think they're going to have to try to find the formula like the Austin Reeves this year who they picked up out of nowhere. You know, they scouted him, I guess, in college and they saw some good things in him. And, you know, he, he they signed him and he ended up, you know, playing a significant role on this team, even though he was undrafted. They may have to try to find another gem like him. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, Dad, I think a big part of it, too, is going to determine on what happens with Russell Westbrook. If we're able to get rid of him or if we're going to keep him around, because obviously that, that hefty contract over $40 million is definitely a standing in the way of us potentially signing in some other guys like potentially even like Malik Monk and some of the others. So. We're just going to have to wait and see. I mean, I think one thing's for certain, this is going to be a crazy offseason. There's going to be so much going on. So, Laker fam, although the regular season may be done, buckle up because we are just getting started. And Laker Dad and I are going to be uh, keeping you guys up to date on all of the latest Laker breaking news, rumors, and stories as always. I think that is going to be it for today's show. But, Laker fam, I want to hear from you. What do you think was the most unexpected thing you heard from the Lakers exit interviews today? Were you surprised at all by Russell Westbrook and what he said? Were you surprised that Frank Vogel was actually fired? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also message me. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Thank you so much. And until next time, Laker hand, Laker dad are out. Bye, everyone.